Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. The Jason Lee Podcast. All right, welcome back to an all-new episode of the Jason Lee Podcast. I'm so exhausted from campaigning at this point, I'm just going to let the, the applause go all the way out. That's a bit narcissistic, right? To I don't think so. Me neither. All right, so look, I've been on the campaign trail. Everybody that's been following me in the streets or on social media, you know what's about to happen. In today, it's 19 days. Uh, I don't know whenever this airs. It's going to be less than that, probably 15, right? 15 days, I'll be elected as the city councilman for Stockton, California. It's coming. I'm going to give myself a round of applause for that. Now, that's not saying that I'm overly confident or arrogant. That's just, I believe we've done the work. We have met the people. We have found the issues. We have put in the resources, the time, the blood, sweat, and tears. And for some of you in Kim Wormsley's camp, a lot of tears. We have done the work of the people, and the will of the people will speak on uh, March 5th. So for those of you that don't know, we're in an election year. So if you're outside of Stockton, California, meaning anywhere else in America, there's actually a presidential election happening later this year in, the, in November. But right now is what's called the primary. And this is where you get to decide out of all the Democrats, all the Republicans and in, in Stockton and nonpartisan races, who are the people that you want to lead on the issues that are important to you? I've done a great job of going back to Stockton, uh, really getting uh, integrated back into my community where I was born, raised and went through all of what I went through. If you read my book, you know it. Uh, but I, I've done a good job of, of really getting to the heart of everything that people are interested in. And I believe that we have laid out our campaign promise. We have laid out the commitments and I've actually shown up and have done the work. Uh, for those of you that have been following me on social media, you saw this clip, maybe even put it in the last podcast, but why not run it back? This was a couple weeks ago. We went to Stockton with Tiffany Haddish and my friend Catherine Bruton uh, from BMI to talk about the issues important to the community. And yes, we couldn't find a commercial plane, so we took a jet. Take a look. We are getting ready to go to Stockton. We couldn't find flights to get there commercially, so we just, you know, we had to get there. Today is my community conversation. We're laying out my platform, my commitment to the community. You talk about doing the real work. That's what we're here to do. Even on Grammy weekend, get into it. We ain't just bringing friends, we bringing people that actually believe in the work. That's what life is about, it's an adventure, it's a journey. If you don't have the proper equipment for it, you're gonna fail. It's gonna be an even more difficult journey. Don't get me to cry. See that sign where my billboard is right there? Uh-huh. That's where I got shot. Wow. No way. Mm-hmm. Hi, can you do this right? Do I hear anybody say, go, Jason? Go, Jason. Girls, come here, come side in. Father, we pray now for Mr. Lee and his team. And Father, everything that he has plans for this city, God, we shall be victorious in it. 
And we ask you now to open the hearts and the ear gates of your people. Amen. Good afternoon, everybody. It's me, Malcolm, everybody's favorite youth campaign manager. My common link with Jason is around kids in the Stockton area. District 6 has been continuously underserved. Talking about the inequities when we still have money that's unspent. Jason is all about holding people accountable. And that's why I chose to endorse him 110%. This reminds me where I come from. In the two hours, well, we've been here two and a half hours, I've seen a murder. I've seen a dude trying to steal the tires off of a car. Y'all got a lot of potholes. My head hit the roof of the car. I got injured. And it takes sometimes somebody with a big voice that's not afraid to be like, y'all messing up, to, to make things change. And Jason is that person. You know, this is the second forum that I've held. Tonight I want to talk about what I plan to do, and then I want to give you space to challenge me on those plans and tell me what else I'm missing. Part of eradicating strategic oppression is understanding where the power sits and the fact that people politic a $912 million budget and tell you they can't fix nothing. What's his name, the city manager? I'm sorry. Right. Know who your city manager, no, no, that's no shade. His name is Harry Black. Thank you. I am a mother who had her child jumped by two adults. Most of these kids don't have nothing to do. No community center, no nothing like that. A program where the youth in the city can go to and express their art. So why don't you take the lead, come up with the plan, present it to Jason or people like ourselves who's willing to invest in you. We have all these wonderful empty buildings downtown that we do not use. Get them filled up. Medical facilities and something for our homeless here in Stockton. I would like to be able to come here and open up a grocery store. Love it back over here on the corner. Oh, this be the store. If you guys join my campaign, get out there, get the votes and get me in. It's going to be a whole new game. Thank you for coming back to your hometown and igniting the fire that this city needs. I'm excited for the future, and I can't wait to walk through it with you. Thank you for coming out, and now you're in the hands of Mr. Jason Lee, the change you can count on. All right, so now that we've been back on the campaign trail and we know that March 5th is coming up, 90 I mean, we launched this campaign like 90 days ago, maybe a little over 90 days. Has this come really fast? I said that's a, that's a very, very small window to run for a, a political seat. Like, again, when people are running for presidencies, it's like years and years of campaigning and raising funds. And even for local seats, people raise funds and campaign for a very long time. So for you to do it in such a small window is insane to me. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. I was sitting right in this chair when you first said, like, I think I'm going to run for city council. So now that it's just about to happen. But you've already been making change and you're not even it's not even official yet. Yeah. But what I do like about it is that people that have been turned off to politics are not even turned on. Maybe they're not turned off, but they just don't know or pay attention. Like some of the people that I know that I'm related to. Right. They're looking at the candidates like these are the people making decisions on how my mm -hmm. family lives, the air quality, the yep. way that the city functions and is managed. And, you know, since I've been back, one thing for sure is I've been encouraging a lot of younger people, voters who haven't voted to get registered to vote, get active. And now when you start to look at the landscape of how the world operates, now when you want to go 
on global affairs, climate, all those things, that's where you start looking at the national office. But mm -hmm. there's people all over the country, both in and outside the party, uh, party across party lines in the business sector, in the public sector and private sector who are calling me like, yo, you're really about to do it. And what I have to say is to all of you, thank you for encouraging me. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for sharing all my content. I see the millions and millions and millions of views and comments and likes. Uh, and I see the good and the bad. I love it all. Uh, so please keep that coming. And shout out to Africa. I know y'all are watching me out there. Y'all can't vote. I know you've been asking how you can vote. You can, if you send a ballot from Ghana, the shit ain't gonna get counted. So I'm telling you right now, I love all my black and brown, uh, regardless of what color and white, there's white Africans too. Shout out to all y'all out there. Do not vote for me. Your vote will not count. Now, if you're in Stockton, your vote does count. And I'm actually going to invite you to be a part of my campaign this last couple of weeks because every vote matters and making sure we reach every voter matters. So if you want to join my campaign, you can uh, email this email right here. We'll put below GOTV at Jason Lee for Stockton.com. And if you want to get out and knock on doors and all of those things, you can still send that information there. And I'm going to tell you right now, we're having a party that night and we're calling it it's going to be the party to launch healthcare unlocked in stockton because we open an office but it's going to serve two purposes it's going to be our victory party too because we're already manifesting it and the only way in and i'm telling you right now i don't care who you are the only way in is if you are uh on the campaign volunteering uh or if you're part of my team and we'll be there partying for you if you don't show up but uh it'll be on march 5th so we're strategically launching healthcare unlocked in stockton uh, uh, the same night uh, that they say who wins the seat. I'm excited about it. Uh, and I'm not saying this, again, from a place of arrogance. I really feel like we have um, established a deep connection with the people voting. And if you haven't been familiar yet with my campaign and what we're doing, you can go visit JasonLeeForStockton.com to get familiar with it. And we've mailed you. We've called you. We've texted you. We've we've done it all. Uh, it feels good to beat a slumlord and... Yeah. Okay. So healthcare unlocked. Uh, excited for the Stockton office. It's mm -hmm. coming together fairly nicely. Isn't it crazy how we just go in and decide we're gonna <laughs> do something and then it gets done? Isn't that uh? What is? How does it feel? Well, you know, I like to put my design expertise on anything. So, <laughs> oh, Rob did that with the design too. Now you know I'm gonna take some credit. I don't. You definitely didn't design Stockton. So we're not Stockton the office <laughs> in Miami. In Stockton. Wait, you're not taking credit for Stockton. Oh, please. That, that, that I literally walked in design. <laughs> you have, you've only been there one time. He shows up one time. Anyway, I designed that office. I laid it out. Yes, you ordered a couple things, but... Perfect. Oh, yeah, you did order the French. Whatever. <laughs> I'm going to take credit for it. Uh, but it's going to feel good because California, as people may or may not know, is the first state in the United States where undocumented people can sign up and be eligible to have zero dollar health care, mm -hmm. which again, most people don't know this. That's why Healthcare Unlocked was created to be able to help low income families get mm -hmm. access to it. And those of you and your grandparents that have been kicked off of Medicaid, making sure that those have been redetermined to be eligible, get back on Medicaid. There's 11 and a half million people in the United States who've been kicked off Medicaid. People don't know these things. And again, ACA, which is what we're pushing and selling is the Obamacare Healthcare that was provided when Obama was there to make sure that our country gets access to free quality care. So there you go. We're doing a lot of good things and we appreciate everybody who's supporting us. But uh, although we know that that's not why you tuned in, <laughs> because we know it goes viral here, uh, it's uh, definitely the tea with Jason Lee. It's so good to see you guys today. Thank you for coming. <laughs> Yeah! 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 Yeah!
Every time. Oh, you know, God. It's always a task here at the <laughs> <Yeah>. show. <laughs> My cousin Anthony and his girlfriend are here. This is how they were sucking. Um, <laughs> Champagne out of roses for Valentine's Day. I hate Valentine's oh Day. I'm sick of all you lovers out there who fed us all your corny shit. The dinners that we weren't invited to. The teddy bears that laced your bed. The chocolates that have smeared your sheets. And now are unclear what is the boo-boo that you left behind. <laughs> or the chocolate that you were feeding your love interest. Either way, I'm sick of it. I don't want to see it anymore. I don't support a pagan holiday. And I absolutely cannot wait to wake up and see it all go away. Because now you're back to your miserable, unhappy, somewhat wedded lives. Whereas people like me that have been miserable all year by being single are still miserable. Like we're good. <laughs> we didn't have a bump in our misery. We just kept powering through it. Oh what did you do? We'll start with you because we know yeah. you ain't got no No, I didn't do anything. Nothing. I was here. Oh yeah, because your man is working. Yeah. Mm. So I'm celebrating tomorrow. Well, how do you, how do you, how does one be in a relationship and not celebrate Valentine's Day on Valentine's Day. Mm. You know, I wasn't that bothered. I just got me my Chick-fil-A spicy deluxe, my hate chicken, and I ate it in peace in my house and went to sleep and worked for you. And so you're going to now celebrate the pagan holiday a different Tomorrow. day. Tomorrow. Okay. By doing what? We're going out to eat at this good, really good restaurant. But that's the real life hack because they really scam you on Valentine's Day getting like prefix menus and every place charges you like $200 a really? person, really? it's a robbery. Yeah. yeah. And if you're in love, people, Valentine's no. Day should be every day. Because yeah, if I ever do fall in love, which we all know, and by the way, I'm single. I know they put rumors out there on my campaign streets. I ain't got nobody. That's what happens. You go against the slumlord, they're going to start throwing all types of bullshit in the air. But look, uh, I, I feel like if I was in a relationship and it's been a long time since I have, thank God, uh, I would do stuff like just surprise trips. But it wouldn't be like... On Valentine's Day, because Valentine's Day, like, you should be Valentine in every day, no? Yeah. I feel like it's corny just to go above and beyond on just Valentine's Day. Everybody keeps saying that, but ain't nobody doing that. Uh, That's ain't just, nobody doing what? Uh, oh, every day is Valentine's Day. Everybody's uh, uh, posting that on social media. Ain't nobody, excuse me. Russell doing Wilson's that. doing it. Russell yeah, Wilson's every day? doing it. 365? Almost every, look at how many babies Sierra done popped out. Yeah, every day is Valentine's <laughs> Day, and she rewards him nicely. Every, every day is another day of appreciation and love but i'm not about to spend a coin every single day but it doesn't always have to be a coin but that's what that was some saying. of my greatest gifts when i've been in relationships primarily because people <laughs> I was, was broke um I, you know a nice card with you know designed or you know yeah. a nice note um you know there's nice things you can do that are just thoughtful that don't have to have a dollar <laughs> sign put behind it you know maybe you go and cook a meal we don't have to go eat a 200 dollars meal because i'd rather you put that 200 dollars in something that's going to turn a profit but you know a nice meal something thoughtful you know coming home and the house is clean that, that i mean even if you call yvonne at least if it's clean i'm good you know what i mean it's the thought that counts oh god yeah I, anybody out there that thinks that you have to have you know somebody drop off a uh you know a mercedes or, or 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 a birkin for love no that's performative love and that's just for social media i don't want to be in a relationship where we have to digest our love every day in 140 characters or less exactly now you on the other hand you're just miserably single <laughs> I'm not miserably single. Well, you say your birthday's coming up. You're turning yes. 50 or how? I'm turning Don't do right. 25 again. Yeah, times <laughs> times 2. But either way, your 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 birthday's coming, so you you said you plotted a date in LA 
from Miami. What's your date? You have a date set up for your birthday? Not a date. No, no. I just I was gonna. I'm gonna might do a little brunch. Like I don't have a date. You mean like a a singular person? One on one? No, 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 no. Well, I did something petty the other day before Valentine's Day. I took somebody out that I used to want to date, and I showed them a really good time, and then dropped them off. I wanted them to see what life could have been like, but it ain't like that no more. That's the pettiness in me. You know, you had your chance. You know, but now that I've evolved and I've stepped into my city council hat, I know my real value and I know what I need to do. I have they work were to do. To spin the block, though. Oh, there's no spin in the block. There's no <laughs> U-turning in the life of Jason Lee. There isn't. That's a one way. For friends, family, people that I'm involved with, no, there's no U-turn because it, that that's that U-turn. Where that, if in order to let somebody spin the block, you act, you actually have to be in your mind going, "What if I made the wrong decision?" Mm-hmm. Everybody I've ever kicked out in my life has been the right decision. It's when I let them back in that they thought they had the license to come and go as they want. No, mm-hmm. you have the license to be terminated, mm-hmm. and uh, we all know that the termination papers are being handed out uh, frequently <laughs> over here. All right, let me say this before we get into it. Uh, recently, the Kansas City Chiefs annihilated the 49ers. Not trying to make anybody mad back in Stockton. Y'all can go ahead and stay off my Instagram or my Facebook about that. But, um, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs had an event the other day and 22 people were shot. One person murdered at a celebration uh, for the victory of the Super Bowl. So we want to send our hearts out uh, to the Kansas City community and the, everybody in the country who's seen yet another shooting in the in the country here. I did text Randy Mahomes because I know Patrick, her son, was on the stage when this happened. Uh, and she said it was a very scary situation. Uh, and but but every there everybody there and her family was okay. But um, when you saw that, what did you think about it? Because I feel like this country continues to see stuff like that and goes, well, it, we got to get rid of guns. What well, taking care of taking rid of our guns is against our, our rights. What do you think about it when you see something like that? I think it's the. I was like, here we go again. Like it's there's never going to be change if we don't like make. A decision to make change and i'm not saying making change is taking guns away from people but it's just common sense gun laws which i think most people want in this country but it's become politicized so instead of us like making movement towards like that kind of conversation we're battling battling it out for votes and which is crazy. I, I feel like it's just messed up because now i feel like society is getting so insensitized to all this and it's just another like tally mark this would not happen in dubai I'm telling you right now what First of all, you ain't even gonna have a gun in Dubai. But if you were to do this in Dubai, they would assassinate you. But you know, the other thing is people need to call it what it is. It's terrorism. Mm-hmm. And I know we don't want to call it terrorism because these are white people doing it and they're Americans doing it. And we want to call terrorism things that look like this or that are from a Muslim country. But unfortunately, we grow our own terrorists right here in the United States and they live among us. And so when you see terrorists like that pull up to a celebration for a Super Bowl victory and shoot innocent people with kids out there, I think some kids were shot as well. I mean, like, I don't know what it takes for people to think that this is crazy, but I'm going to call a terrorist a terrorist. So. Uh, I'm glad that they caught the terrorists. But again, why didn't they kill him? I don't understand why you can shoot 22 people in broad daylight, innocent people, and still be alive. I think somebody should have, I think you should have been killed. And I'm not even one that wants people to die, but I wanted you to die. I just think it's unfair. I don't think you should just be able to unleash uh, havoc like that and just shoot a bunch of innocent people and continue to uh, be in jail that we have to pay, taxpayers have to pay for the rest of your life. I don't know. I don't want to be on a soapbox. Anyway, speaking of the Super Bowl, Usher's in the news. Usher makes Super Bowl history. Let me give you a round of applause, Usher. (laughs) 
That's not because you got married on the low, by the way. It's mm -hmm. not on the low anymore because it's out. But Usher uh, was at the Super Bowl, and you know it wasn't the Rihanna Bowl like last year when I went. That's no shade. Usher did a great job, but I keep seeing all the debating online, and I am here to give my criticism as a culture critic. Usher had an electrifying and historic Super Bowl halftime performance, and we'll give our hat off or take our cowboy hat off to Beyonce's husband, Jay-Z. And the reason why I call him Beyonce's husband is because, no shade, it's all about Beyonce right now. Anyway, get into that in a minute. Jay-Z, he joined the NFL, as you know, uh, as their entertainment and social justice partner. And this year, Usher came and did everything he said he was going to do and more. He brought the A out to Vegas. Now, he brought out Alicia Keys, who hit the stage, and a bad note. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you, the problem is that she will put on makeup again. Oh. No, 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 that's no shit. Alicia Keys is one of the most beautiful people. If you ever get a chance to get up on her, I met her one time in Miami with Larsa Pippen. We went to a party at Lauren Reidinger's house and I was walking in a room and she was walking out and we bumped into each other and she's the most beautiful woman ever with no makeup. And now she put her makeup back on and she went to hit that note and it just didn't, it just didn't come out of her mouth. That throat wasn't throat. Sorry. Oh. It didn't. She had a big cape. She had a big piano. She had a bigger crack in her voice. But even though viewers heard it, the NFL did what they were supposed to do. They edited it out and auto-tuned right over it. The fact that you put auto-tune over Alicia Keys' voice is so crazy <laughs> because she's Alicia Keys. And if you have a name like Alicia Keys, your, vo your voice has to hit the key that it was supposed to hit. Mm -hmm. But either way, here's a video of Alicia and her voice cracking. Some people, some people, some people, some people. Want it all, but yeah. I don't want nothing at all. <laughs> but that voice to be right, and it wasn't, and it's okay, Alicia, you have the right to make a mistake once in your life, even if it is on the biggest night of your life in front of the entire hundreds of millions of people watching who may have never seen you before but now know that you can't hit a note that you created but it's okay because you get to live on another day now fortunately for you youtube was able to go in and smooth it over for you uh but either way uh i think that just made it worse because here we are talking about it again i mean had you just cracked the note uh, and moved on, we probably wouldn't have talked about it, right? When you saw that they fixed it, does it matter? I mean, is it a good look or a bad look? I don't know. I didn't even know that they fixed it, but I mean, I have moved on from the crack, but now... Wait, you didn't know they fixed it? I didn't know that hold they on, fixed hold it on. until now. Johnny, run it back. <laughs> some people, some people, some people, some people. Uh, Wait, sorry. One more time. <laughs> some people... Some people, some people, some people. She's never coming on the Jason Lee show. <laughs> um, <laughs> we love Alicia, though. I don't care. I've never heard her hit a bad note. Yeah. So she gets to have one mistake. But does it, does it hurt or help her that YouTube fixed it? 
I feel like hurt because in the name of TikTok and all of that, we already see it a million times. But how is it that uh, how is it that YouTube can correct this issue but can't correct Tasha K? You know what? Because that's a lot of notes. Fortunately, the mishap was later overshadowed by Usher grabbing Alicia from behind, despite him being engaged to his girl and her being married to Swiss Beats. Now, if you missed that moment, baby, y'all can stop going to Hollywood and log and comment and take a look. First of all, that is a look when a woman knows her butt is pressed against a dick yeah. that don't belong. Yeah. Usher. What you did to Kiki Palmer was wrong. <laughs> what he did with Kiki Palmer was wrong. What are you talking about? Do you, wait, l listen. We have seen we have seen body cam video of Kiki Palmer dodging across a couch, restraining orders, mothers threatening to do things, brothers threatening to do things, brother, baby, mom. We have seen it all play out. Kiki, the black Cinderella, was she black Cinderella? Yeah, she was wait. even Akila in the yeah. B. Either way, she spelled help because of <laughs> Usher. Okay, and what he did in igniting a uncontrollable flame within poor Darius. Okay, and his insecure Lord. brother. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> Saranis, you know what happened. Put that picture back up. I'm telling you right now. If I was Swiss Beats. And Alicia missed the key keys. Was smiling like that with some sweaty ass man from Atlanta behind them, bumping, gyrating, and swirling and twirling. Sorry, we're fighting after the Super Bowl. You, am I wrong? I mean, didn't he put a disclaimer before the performance on the screen like that this was... So you warned me you're going to rub your penis against what belongs to me in front of hundreds of millions of people and because you put a disclaimer out, that's supposed to be okay? I know he's from the A. That was not Magic City. That was wrong. It was a friend hug. Nah. Exactly. Sorry. So you would let your man get friend hug like that? Mary swatted him away. Everybody else... Like that? Look at that. Even the way he's looking at and her. He yeah, he's a, a little low. Yeah, he's a performer. And look at her my, her, her face. She's like, oh, I'm going. I ain't getting no Chick-fil-A tonight. For real, look. Anyway, Usher was engaged before the show, which I don't. none of us know. And I know Jen. I text you, Jen. You know I text you to say congratulations. He had obtained a whole marriage license in Vegas and everything for him and his girlfriend, uh, who's also, I believe, his manager. Uh, to get married. Now they've been linked all the way since 2019. So they meant that when they went through COVID together and they came out alive. So after the show, they made things official. Let me show you. This is them. Shout out to people for the exclusive. And this was their private wedding. She was giving him the black. Um, what's that look? What's the, what's the, what's the um, Al Pacino movie? Scarface. Remember mm. the girl where she had? Anyway, continue. This is them now giving us real uh, urban Camelot. Okay. Well, either way, before tying the knot, Usher also brought out these artists for his halftime show. Let me give you a show. They He brought out her, who I thought did. I'm going to give her a round of applause. Mm -hmm. She did a phenomenal job uh, playing the guitar. Uh, we saw her at a Grammy week. Mm -hmm. Next, he brought out Luda. Okay. Uh, Little John. It's Jermaine Dupree shorts for me. Because I feel like 
I don't want to be rude because put that picture back up of Lil John in them. Okay. When you're that short, and I'm not short shaming, you can't wear shorts that short, right? No. Oh, Johnny. Oh, oh, why y'all do that? Here's Johnny's Instagram right here. <laughs> Johnny did it. And Johnny, you're putting your Instagram in the show. Do you hear me? Thank you. Now, many were surprised when Justin Bieber didn't show up. Oh, by the way, we also had Will I Am. Is he in the photo? Where's Will I Am? Let me see that photo. He's right there. Will I Am, take the damn helmet off. We can't even tell that's you. Who are you hiding from, Fergie? <laughs> we know the last time she performed at a sporting event. Oh my God. That did not go well. You talk about it. You talk about y'all shaming Alicia Keys for how she's saying Fergie should have went to jail. <laughs> Fergie should have been arrested that night. Am I lying? It was mm-hmm. bad. It was a bad night for her. She should have been arrested. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, people were surprised that Justin Bieber didn't show up. Now that Usher, uh, you know, that's his protege. He didn't pop out for him. And reports later claim that Justin had allegedly allegedly turned down the performance because he just wasn't feeling it. Maybe his God told him not to do it. You remember him and that pastor? <laughs> anyway. That pastor was fucking everybody, huh? Mm. Not Justin. <laughs> he was humping around on the wife, remember? Mm-hmm. With that woman who allegedly looked like she'd been smoking a couple pipes. Yeah, that woman, she looked like she looked like a good old fiend. Anyway, he said he wasn't feeling it. Now, other reports uh clarified that he politely declined due to fatigue. But my question, Justin, is what are you actually tired of? Because you're not on tour. Are you tired of your marriage? Are you tired of Selena Gomez saying that you and your wife are bullies? What are you tired of? I don't know. You don't do those house parties where you guys are just waking bacon all day. I don't know. What are you tired of? Well, either way, with or without Justin, Usher was going to give what needed to be uh, gave. And this is what he uh, was doing there. He was dancing on skates. Now, take a look at this. This is Usher skating around. If you've never been to a show in Las Vegas, it is a great show. He skates for most of it. It makes you tired. I got tired about three quarters of the way through, and I did leave a little early. <laughs> Not because it wasn't a good show. It's just it was too much skating for me. I thought I was, I, I thought I was at Skate Rock City. <laughs> now you remember twenty years ago when Janet Jackson had the whole nip slip and her boob popped out, and the whole world went crazy. That's when Justin Timberlake threw her under the bus and bounced on and said, "No, no, my, my, what was the song he used to say?" Cry me a river. Well, when he told Janet to cry him a river, he got on his boat and sailed out, leaving her there with her boob to hang out to dry. Well, Usher's boob popped out. Look, now, how we get to look at his nipples, but we can't look at Janet's nipples. Is that a fair question? Uh, yes. Very fair. Yeah, both his nips out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Rob, would you have wanted to see Janet's nipples? Yeah, I think it's okay. She can show her nipples. I have no problem with that. Rob, you ain't looking for Janet's nipples. <laughs> Shut up. That was the gayest lie I ever seen. <laughs> well, while the internet raved about Usher's historic performance, which set a record drawing of 129.3 million viewers, some people say that his big moment was hijacked when Beyonce's Verizon Super Bowl uh, ad began trending, which teased her new album called Renaissance Act 2. Remember, the first act was an act that took me all over the country to go see her on tour. It was house-inspired. And gay inspired. And now the second will be country themed, as we saw with her two songs, Texas Hold'em and 16 Carriages. Just as people criticize B for doing house, uh, others aren't trying to let her in the country. Now, I won't lie. I think both songs are trash. 
Now, I think that Beyonce can do whatever she wants. I didn't understand the bone straight hair and the white, the lighter, whiter skin and the cowboy hats and this, that. She is Texan. So before you send your little B emojis on my Instagram page, which I really don't care, the engagement's needed anyway, I think they were trash. I also think about my conversation with Kim Burst where she said we have to let her evolve. And sometimes it does, when Beyonce does switch genres or when she does go in a different direction, it does take us a minute to get into it because Daddy Lessons was a great mm -hmm. country song. And we saw how racist all of you non-brown people were when she performed it at the CMAs because she ate that with the Dixie Chicks who you all canceled when she criticized President Bush back in the day. And we know Beyonce is going to be great. I just wasn't feeling those two songs. Did you like them? I'm not in love with them yet. I, I, it's, I, I'm not convinced yet. But I feel like if I listen to it another 15 times, maybe I'll be like, oh. You know I will play a song out. Yeah. It yeah. got a half a play. <laughs> and why you guys didn't fight hard for K. Michelle like you're fighting hard for Beyonce because she's darker skinned? I said it. Oh, right now I can feel the viral sensation <laughs> from what I just said. You all hated Kay Michelle when she said she was going to sing country music, even though we know she sings country music better than Beyonce. It's just the truth. <laughs> it's just the truth. Beyonce can sing a lot of songs. And she might sing country music well, too, because she's Beyonce. But K. Michelle's country. Mm. And you guys are racist, colorist fans who hated on K. Michelle when she wanted to do it because she was in a love and hip hop storyline. But good old B, she can sing anything and we're gonna defend her. You guys are you guys are whack for that. I think that K. Michelle is gonna do a better job. And I think if Beyonce's smart, she'll reach over to K. Michelle, she'll reach across the aisle. To K. Michelle and let her sing with her. Would you be yeah. here for that? Yeah, a little country collab. I'll be down for that. i down for that. Yes. Yeah. I love K. Michelle. Together. I don't even have a 10 gallon hat, but I'm going to get one. What do you guys think of all of Beyonce's country outfits that she's wearing? I love them. Yeah. She looks fly. She looks great. Is country supposed to look that sexy, though? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Dolly Parton. Yeah. Dolly's always been a sexy. But Dolly's been like, no, we love Dolly Parton, but Dolly's always been that like grandma. <laughs> Who just dresses inappropriately. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you gotta love it. But like when I see Beyonce, I can't stop seeing freakum dress and baby, baby boy, and you know? And now you're Texas Hold'em. I mean, I don't know. You hit that note. I know. Give it a month. That's what I do. I'm gonna be a singing councilman. <laughs> Well, there was a station in Oklahoma. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but they rejected requests to play her new music. Now, I'm going to show you a, a photo of a fan calling out the station. They said, I requested Texas Hold'em at my local country radio station, KYKC. And after requesting, I received an email from the radio station stating, we do not play Beyonce on KYKC as we are a country music station. Well, you know what's interesting is Jay-Z just called out the Grammys because they felt like she's been treated unfairly, and it's mostly because people who vote don't look like us, and she's never been given album of the year. This is just going to show you that even being the best artist in the world right now, uh, they're still going to put you in your place. So I don't see Beyonce being embraced by the country music community, do you? Absolutely not. No. I mean, but I feel she like- She is from Houston, though. Country vibes down there. No, I get it. Maybe they'll- Yeah. But just being from Houston doesn't make it enough for you to be a country artist. I mean, no, because I think that's the one space they're like, mm, black people don't touch this. So 
even though the foundation of it, we understand. I was going to say, I'm learning that the foundation of country music was from us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how do they take something from us, tell us that it's theirs, and tell us, oh, America. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, either way, uh, the Beehive is all over the station online. Uh, and here's their response. Lots of calls coming in for Beyonce's Texas Hold'em. It's coming up in minutes. So it's actually a victory, right? Mm-hmm. Who knew a lot of bees would get the job done? All right. Well, uh, back to Usher, because this story is kind of taking over his post. This is about Usher. Um <laughs> Let me tell you my criticism of your performance. You spent too much time on the field. Creatively, the camera shots were wrong and they were on the field way too much. I think if we had it it finished strong, but I think had it started with a more creative camera shot of him on the stage, I just think on the ground, it was just too- It was chaotic. Yeah, there's a lot going on. A lot. And then all the, I'm like, it took me forever to figure out it was like Vegas dancers. I did not like the beginning. Well, the ending was great. The mm. final, final end could have been a little bit stronger. But, you know, I think uh, top 10 for sure, not top five. Everybody's saying it was better than Michael mm-hmm. Jackson. You thought it was top five? I I thought that performance, and maybe it's just because of the nostalgia of his music, because he has so oh, many hits great were songs. Oh, yeah. But and I, I thought he put on a show. He put on a show so hard, he couldn't even see through his sweat. Like, he was, like, mm-hmm. trying to see. It was so no, good. he was sweating because Swiss Beats was sitting there throwing <laughs> up gang signs the way he was bumping and grinding on his wife. But think about it. Rihanna... Beyonce, Prince, Michael Jackson, Madonna. I mean, there have been some iconic halftime shows. Mm-hmm. Usher's not top five. No shade. Top 10 at most. Top five, not at all. Mm-hmm. Rob, do you even know any of the other people who performed? <laughs> oh, my God. Of course I know all those other okay. people. Who you want to throw in there? You two? No, I'm just saying. I think Usher's performance was up there. <laughs> have you seen Madonna's performance? There. Yes. Madonna's not top five? Wait, let me ask you. Is Michael okay. Jackson top five? Yes. Is Rihanna top five? Uh-uh. I move on. Let, she ain't top five. She no. broke. She's the most viewed uh, halftime show ever. I know, but I just she thought, was pregnant, being lifted, feet in the air, up and down, hundreds of feet in the air. I loved Rihanna's performance, but I just thought, like, performance-wise, his was so much bigger. I mean, she than did, Rihanna's. Yeah, I mean, I love Rihanna. This is not taking anything away from Rihanna. Okay. I'm just saying. She, Rihanna was pregnant. She flew across the sky. I get it. But he was skating, had the stripper pose. He had all of Atlanta out on the field. He had, It was great. I just thought it was phenomenal. His performance was great. Get him out of here. First of <laughs> all, the, the coordination of Rihanna's performers and performances and camera shots for us to be able to digest it in home, at home was better than his. Like, I don't want to pit him against her. He's not top five. You're entitled to your opinion, but it doesn't matter. It's my show. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Congrats, Usher, on your marriage and your show. All right. Disclaimer, this next topic. It's rated. You might bust up laughing. No, I'm not even going to do that. Freddie Gibbs. Now, first of all, Freddie Gibbs is a whole gangster, so I'm not going to let y'all come in here and play with him like that. But I saw this on the list today, and I text you, Freddie, and your phone isn't going through. So I told my team to DM you because I want to use my platform to clear it up. So, Johnny, can you please text the social team to see if Freddie has responded yet so we can clear this up? Freddie Gibbs, he's a rapper and a comedian. Well, he's in the news now because on social media, they said that he... Spread his cheeks, allegedly. Allegedly. Now, I have a problem with this entire story, and it isn't the spreading of the cheeks that I'm mad at. 
I can't get through the story because I feel like you guys are laughing and you need to be professional, okay? His cheeks are trending after Valentine's Day. Now, I'm gonna say allegedly, because I don't want to get sued, but his ex, porn star Destiny Fox, got upset that he went public with his new girlfriend, Jasmine Greenaway, on Lover's Day, and it just drove her insane. And she did the very thing that makes me afraid to be in a relationship with anybody. She posted this post. This is Jasmine V's day, uh, Jasmine's uh, Valentine's Day post. Take a look. Okay, so this is her and Freddie out in Dubai, kissing in front of the largest building in the world. And she said, happy Valentine's Day, Freddie. I'm in love with you unconditionally. Thank you for existing. You are my soulmate. Hashtag black love. Hashtag forever love. And the people ate it up. And we should all be celebrating the paganism of two people who are clearly loving each other. But uh-uh, not destiny. Let me show you a photo of old Freddie and Destiny from before. Okay. This was them on Happier Times. Tongue in tongue, ass out. She even threw up the peace sign. But there was no peace on Valentine's Day. After the new flame posted their post about her and Freddie and how they were all in love, the ex allegedly, I'm going to say allegedly, allegedly, leaked an explicit image of him, allegedly, allegedly, bending over and spreading his butt cheeks loud and proud. Now, to make matters worse, it was posted on X. The reason why she posted on X because she know on Instagram they'd have took her account. X is a porn highway. You can post anything on X. And she did. And she did it on Valentine's Day. And now there's been millions and millions and millions of people who've seen it. I'm going to show you the photo of Destiny's alleged tweet. And I'm praying my team knows that they need to black out the butt. Look. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> spreading love happy valentine's day so you see what she did there spreading love mm -hmm. uh, a play on words now freddie didn't get too upset and he responded with humor and promoted his upcoming stand-up comedy set rather than getting embroiled in a heated back and forth freddie tweeted a flyer with a snippet of the ghetto boy song quickie and in the snippet scarface raps she wants to lick my booty i guess i better let her once I came, I didn't. <laughs> Once I came, I didn't want the bitch to kill me. Thought I wanted a long one, but I wanted a quickie. Here's a photo of his response. I guess I better let her. Let me first start by saying that, and this is for all of you out there who are like, who look like me, meaning black or brown, who think that everything is gay. Because anytime anybody does anything that's gay, you're the first ones to go and say, that's gay. And it's probably because half of you are sleeping with transsexuals right now. So if you're laying next to somebody who's online going, that's gay, flip him over, put your finger near his butthole, and tell me if he goes, ooh-hoo. If he does, he's not a Pillsbury Doughboy. He's somebody that likes to be touched in his anal area. Now, now that we've done the quick gay check up <laughs> for you at home, Let's talk about this. If he spreads his butt cheeks for his girl and takes a picture, because maybe she eats it on a Tuesday night after the TV dinner, you know, the dessert is licking his Reese's Pieces buttercup, okay? Does that make him gay? No. no. He just likes his ass ate. He likes to get it licked. Right? Yeah. 
So why why do black people make this a whole? It, like why is she? Because she's gaslighting homophobia by putting it out there. Because nobody would expect a rapper <laughs> to be bent over spreading his Kit Kat, right? Yeah. Well, that's not a Kit Kat because a Kit Kat would be a. It was. <laughs> it's a donut hole. That's <laughs> <laughs> a donut right. hole. Right, and, and and if it's a donut hole, it don't mean because he spread it that it's a Dunkin' Donut, right? <laughs> it don't mean that anything's Dunkin' in it. Rob, hand me that thing right there, the Who's thing next to Rihanna's photo. Oh, the Sambo. You have to hold it in your palm. Is that how you do it? <laughs> the outside. I just wanted to put something in the brown. <laughs> but it, it doesn't mean that, right? No, absolutely not. I mean, he might like her tongue, Duncan. But even if she puts her tongue in it, that still doesn't make it gay. No, no. Because it be what would make it gay is if there was a man there doing something with it. Yeah. And even then, we can argue, if it's the first time, <laughs> could have been a drunk night in Vegas. Right? Exactly. <laughs> My back is hurting. <laughs> My ancestors are not happy with this conversation. <laughs> but anyway, uh, his photo alone what you were doing was you were gaslighting homophobia you were trying to embarrass him and emasculate him and that's what a lot of you do a lot of you women do to your men which is why your women end up in the beds of people that look like rob (laughs) attractive i'm a councilman so i'm out of this conversation (laughs) i'm just saying right isn't this illegal though in revenge porn yeah it is revenge it is revenge porn he could sue for it. It's it's revenge porn. Well, anyway, before the alleged, uh, before the ex allegedly leaked Freddie's booty cheeks, she previously <laughs> hinted at having compromising photo of him back in May of 2023. Now look at here's the photo. Blocking me on Twitter while I have a picture of you spreading your blank in my phone is insane. I'ma spare them that one though. So the fact that she threatened to do it and then did it, you now have opened yourself up. No pun intended. <laughs> To a lawsuit. Now, I will say, Freddie, if that is your butt, nice ass. It's nice. It was decent. It was, you saw it? I mean, it was. Did you see it? Yeah. I just don't like looking up okay, anybody's looking at anal it was cavity. Gay. I don't. You looking at it was gay. But at least he like waxes Trimmed or shaves that, yeah. or whatever. Can you please tell the people how you get waxed? Yeah, I get waxed. Okay, so what is that anal waxing experience like? Uh, it's not too bad, but I get the whole back sack and crack. I do the whole thing. Sack? Yeah, th- that doesn't hurt. That hurts the least. That hurts the least. So explain what the back slack and crack, sack and black sack and crack? Back sack and crack. Okay. Yeah. So they put a yeah. bunch of hot oil on you. Yeah, they put the wax on the, they take the little wand with the hot wax and she sits there. She spreads she, it the way that that was Yeah, spread. and then she talks to you the whole time. She's like, oh yeah, my cousin went to town last week and... <laughs> And then she like spreads your ball sack apart and she sweats, puts the wax on there and then she puts a little paper on and just rips it off. Yeah. And we just have a conversation. But when they do the butt, you got to get on your elbows. <laughs> and do and then she just goes from behind. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not saying that you did that, Freddie, but we're trying to get a visual of how we got here. Right. Um, I think you should sue her. I also think that people should stop telling a man what's gay and not gay I think that he should do whatever makes him feel comfortable clearly he felt comfortable with this person who took advantage of him and uh, I'm sure your DMs are lit I'm sure that you have a lot of new fans I'm sure that you can book the Abbey at any giving Sunday in West Hollywood Um, and you're more than welcome to come on our show because the Jason Lee show is always open to you Um, 
And I tried to text you, but it wasn't going through. <laughs> I ain't fucking playing with you, Freddie, because I know you're a gangster. But, you know, you, uh, Marina put you on the show today. <laughs> That's all. All right, as the former head of media for this guy, Kanye West, I'm going to go ahead and sound off because I've gotten to the root of the problem here, and it may not be Taylor or Kanye. Kanye West was reportedly kicked out of the Super Bowl. We all know that Kanye West went to the Super Bowl and was enjoying himself with friends and family, but now he's facing claims that Taylor Swift had him kicked out of the Super Bowl. Now, ever since Ye got into the uh, VMA issue with Taylor, in, 2020, in 2009, you remember where he interrupted Taylor and defended Beyonce? Uh, the two have been beefing. Then there was the song that he called her to ask if she'd be a part of. Remember Kim Kardashian filmed that without her knowing and then put that out, which I think is kind of illegal, by mm -hmm. the way. Uh, well, anyway, over the years, Jay has continuously name-dropped Taylor. That one time where I told you, he said that he was going to, uh, him and Taylor may have had sex or something mm -hmm. like that. Anyway including a new record that he has on his recently released number one album, Vultures. Now, after dropping his album, both Ye and Taylor showed up to the same Super Bowl. Her man was playing in it, and he went there to play his music. I don't know. Either way, they was at the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. And now, Brandon Marshall, who we know, claims that Taylor had Ye kicked out of the Super Bowl. All of us are annoyed at this point with Taylor Swift and the Swifties and their participation in the NFL. We're tired of watching her on the Jumbotron every time she sips a beer, every time she blows a kiss, anytime she changes her makeup. If she's jumping up and down or she looks like she's crying, kissing, hugging, running, anything Taylor does, we hear about it and we're sick of it. Well, either way, um, Brandon had a lot to say on his I Am Athlete podcast about Kanye allegedly, allegedly. getting kicked out of the Super Bowl by Taylor. Listen. Kanye West pulls up to Vegas. Kanye West buys a ticket right in front of Katy Perry's booth. So anytime they were going to be showing Katy Perry, Kanye's face was going to be there. Did you say in front of Taylor's booth or in front of Taylor, Katy Perry's booth? Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. In front of Taylor Swift's booth. Oh. He had a, a mask on with his logo on a mask, mm -hmm. right? Typical Kanye. Taylor Swift gets pissed off. Sheep Boom Boom makes a call or two. Everybody's involved. He gets kicked out the stadium. Oh, this is hot. But Kanye, this is Kanye, hot. Yeah, this is hot tea, hot tea, hot tea, oh. hot tea, hot tea. Okay. Got kicked out the stadium. He was trying to leverage her celebrity right. to because he right. knows they're not going to cut to him. Mm -hmm. So he's like, I'm going to strategically position myself. So every time they cut over here to her. So now you got to go back to the beef. You know, him cutting her right, off. Yeah. It's like, you know, Beyonce should have won it. And then years after. And just that whole relationship. But that's what he tried to do, man. He tried to sit in front of Taylor Swift. Well, although Ye seemingly did leave his seats early, there was no evidence to support Brandon's theories. I haven't called Brandon to ask, but John Monopoly, who's a friend of mine who helped discover Kanye West and who is now back over there in the Ye camp, uh, not really clear what his role is, but I know he's over there in the executive branch. He did go to Hollywood Unlock and commented, and this is what he said. He said, this is not true. Now, I exchanged a text message with John to just ask a little bit more of what happened. And from my understanding is that he left to go and see friends in other, uh, in other suites. Now, uh, Ye eventually hopped on his own Instagram to clarify the rumors and combat Taylor's fans who tweeted this. Swifty emergency. Beyonce's new single, Texas Hold'em, is challenging Kanye West for a number one debut on the Billboard Hot 100. Let's buy and stream Texas Hold'em to block him from the top spot. Remember, he just dragged Taylor on his latest Instagram story. I hate fan groups. We never had this problem growing up as kids 
when we had fan clubs, we wrote our favorite celebrity a letter. They sent us a fake photo acting like they signed it, and we were happy. Now with social media, you have these these teeny bop assholes, you know, gang busting everybody on social media. It's it's terrorism, and it's uh it's harassing. No, yeah, absolutely. Because everybody has too much access to celebrities via and social media. And everybody has too much time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right? What? Can I ask you all, do we need to do an intervention on our friend Jill? She gonna, you're going to see her today. Hmm? Yeah. It's time. Jill King, we're doing an intervention on you. But we love you. Her, if I, I bring Jill up as an example of her Swifties are loyal, diehard fans. She would chop her arm off for Taylor. I'm not even lying. Jill, I know you're going to hate me for this. Jill is such a diehard fan. I was with Rob one day at the house, and I said, let me just buy this girl a ticket to go see Taylor, because she was going to hang outside the stadium and listen to her perform. So I spent $3,000 to get her a ticket, and then I called her to surprise her. And look at how This is a professional, okay, you guys? Look at how crazy she went. Look. Hey, it's me, Jason, from Hollywood Unlocked. You know, I believe in random acts of kindness, but not for random people, just for people that matter. And when you're in a position to do something nice for people who do things nice for you, you should do them. And I'm gonna do something nice for my friend Jill, who helped me format the Jason Lee Show. Now this girl done won like four or five Emmys. I don't even know how many Emmys, and I'm trying to get an Emmy because Hollywood Unlocked is on the pulse of Emmys, all right? And so I told Rob right there that I was gonna do something nice for Jill King, and this is what I did. Now check your text. Okay. What's the this? What does it look like? Jason, what's that? What does it look like? Jason, what's that? <laughs> what does it look like? What's that? Oh my god. What does it look like? I can't. Are you kidding? No, because I know that you've helped me so much and we all appreciate everything you did for us. And I know that you would lose your damn mind because this woman <laughs> oh is my God. somehow Taylor Swift <laughs> is important. So I figured an act of kindness would be a great way to start our day. Jason, I don't even know what to say. Um, thank you and have fun at Taylor Swift's concert. Thank you. And don't make fun of me for crying. Oh, I'm absolutely <laughs> going to. <laughs> but either way, Ye reposted the tweet and fired back with his own lengthy message. Take a look. When I said that I'm the new Jesus, bitch, I wasn't even thinking about Taylor Swift. It just goes on and on. I'm going to just leave it at that because one thing Ye knows how to do is read. He went on and on to clarify certain things. And said that he was on Taylor's side when Scooter bought her masters behind her back. So he's basically saying he's been a bigger supporter than you all have given him credit. But here's photo number two. He went on and on. Now, he also addressed Shaq because Shaq also told him, we're tired of hearing you rant and crying. And Shaq basically said, like, if you want the smoke, right? Mm. It was kind of a threat. Shaq, you know I love you, and I know you. I'm gonna get a DM from you on this, but Shaq has been the only celebrity. Did he threaten me to my face, or Shaq? Years ago, when I first started, Shaq was not happy with something I did. He didn't threaten me to my face, but I got phone calls because Shaq was not happy. One thing about Shaq that I love is 
Shaq will tell you what he thinks and he does not hold back and he will tell you to your face. And I think we built a relationship out of just keeping it 100. Mm. Uh, and he said he wants to come to the show. So I like Shaq. But Shaq called him out and said, basically, we were both in Vegas. We could have we could have handled this. Uh, now, not to piss you off, Ye, but do you know your ex-wife might be allegedly, allegedly. sleeping with Odell Beckham? We know he's a running back, but he running back to your wife <laughs> from what they said. Because now they're seemingly confirming that they have a romance going on. They were spotted several times in Vegas. There's even videos of them hugging on TMZ. You can go look at that. But a week before the Super Bowl, reports claim that Kim and OBJ were trying to figure out the next steps in their rumor relationship. Now, they first made headlines all the way back in September. And there was that one night in Miami when I went to Booby Trap and I had too much to drink. And I was in the office and Kim came out the bathroom and they said she was in there with Odell. But I didn't want to go over there and see it because if I see it, then I got to say it. And we already know Odell, you know, mm -hmm. we had that time where, Odell, you remember what happened. We don't need to go there. But the reps are saying that they're just friends and it's just a good old Super Bowl weekend where they were both running with the balls. <laughs> Well, I don't know. They were seen hugging each other, and maybe friends do hug each other. Let me show you a video of them getting a little close. Now, in all fairness, you can't really see nothing because that guy's neck was in the way. I don't know if that was strategic <laughs> or not, but sometimes we make something out of nothing. But I, I, I don't want to see them together only because Odell just got out of a relationship with Lola Wood. And they have a baby and a beautiful baby together. And, you know, he deserves to be in a relationship like the one he was in with Lolo. And Kim, we all know she ain't nothing but a truck stop. Nobody's pulling up on Kim in a... What's a permanent about Kim Kardashian's stop. relationships? This one might be the one. No, didn't didn't he date Chloe though? Who? Odell. That's didn't, what they say. Didn't, didn't, didn't Kim allegedly, allegedly sleep with Travis Barker, who's married to Courtney? They have no loyalty in that family. Bad Bunny going watch Bad Bunny hop from one to the other. That's what that's what bunnies do. Either way, it's just messy. Um, yeah, you need a haircut. I saw you on TMZ. You looking crazy. Um, but Ye is also saying that he successfully survived cancel culture. Uh, there was a photo of him recently with the CEO of Adidas. So you know, after losing three billion dollars, mm -hmm. maybe talking about the Jews isn't so bad. Come on back over here to Adidas and make us some more money. That's why I say this. What Kanye did was disgusting, but I understood what he was saying, but how he did it was wrong. But look at how they're going to reward the bad behavior because the bottom line is hurting. Mm. What's happened in the world? When's Kanye coming on the show? Kanye's welcome to come over here anytime he wants to burn the internet down. <laughs> what? Do you think it'll have the same effects? Who? If he like, puts the shoes back out. I guess they will. The men, Everybody's going to run. walking barefoot in, in Italy oh. because he's bringing attention to his feet. But I thought he was selling those sock shoe things. And I heard they I... sold out. It should also be mentioned that Apple Music removed Vultures off of the Apple platform. That's crazy. What? Anyway, uh, Taylor, you're being problematic. Stop being a bully. You're a passive aggressive bully. You really are. She really is. She's so likable that you don't want to hate on her. But when you really pay attention to how she's moving, because Celine Dion, we still ain't over that. Mm -mm. I don't care what photo crisis you did. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> All right, well, I hate it when my friends are in the news. Larsa Pippen and Marcus Jordan are no longer a thing. 
And this happened right before Valentine's Day. Both of them sparked breakup rumors after she unfollowed him and deleted all her photos. Now, you know her photos with him. Now, you know, once somebody deletes you off their Instagram in this game, you're done. You're the toast that ain't toasting anymore. You are the pop tart that ain't popping. You are the has-been of Hasbro. You're no longer in the picture. Well, she unfollowed him, deleted all the photos, and posted this in her story. Should your friends unfollow your ex, yes or no? Then she said, the man you choose to be your partner affects everything in your life, your mental health, your peace of mind, your love inside you, your happiness, how you get through regardless, your successes, how your children will be raised, and much more. Choose wisely. Hmm. I have thoughts, but I'll ask you guys what you think. I thought this was going to make it <laughs> because the relationship is already so um, risque to begin with, to be with your baby daddy's arch nemesis' son. So I was really rooting for them. I don't see Scottie Pippen as his arch nemesis, do you? Michael Jordan's? Well, no, that no. was his colleague. Not arch, but they had like drama. They were in besties. But they were colleagues. Yeah. Yes. His arch nemesis would have been like, Larry Bird. Okay, yeah, okay, fine, fine. Maybe not our Simmons. But you know, but their love, but I guess they did like love bomb on the internet. But then I love that show. They were on traders and they were all on lovey dovey. So I was really rooting for them and I'm a little sad about it. I didn't think this stunt was gonna last from the beginning. I'm sorry, I, I, I'm not trying to be shady. It just was it just wasn't gonna work. It just wasn't gonna work. There was too many issues. It was too many issues with family drama from both sides. It was just too much. It wasn't gonna work. Larsa, you know I love you. And I've been texting Larsa. We're actually going to uh, we're going to talk at some point. I will say this. I never thought it would work. Never. But what I did say if she was going to choose to do it, run with it all the way. Because yeah. to have a relationship that controversial and not benefit from it is just ridiculous, right? Yeah. So they've done Housewives of Miami, they've done Traders, they did another show. Um, they had their own podcast. They had their own podcast. I mean, Larsa's name is not eclipsed with the Kardashian drama anymore. She has her own thing. It's not about Scotty. True. It's about Larsa. She's always had her own money and done her own thing anyway. So it's good now that she's actually done it. And maybe she used. Larsa would never. Yes, she would. <laughs> no, but maybe she. I mean, I don't know if she used them to do it. I mean, I know she's one of those hopeless romantics and she probably really did want to be in love. But did you think you were going to last with Michael Jordan's son when Scottie Pippen? He never even got the ball from Michael the way that he should have, let alone now you got his son? Oh, no, ma'am. Well, I think it did what it needed to do. But Tamron Hall is somewhere laughing at both of you. Mm. And not to mention... I'm sure social media has had a lot to say about it. I haven't looked at it. Mm -hmm. But Mace has looked at it. He even reacted to Larsa's post and dragged her on his show with Cameron. And this is what he said. What? How dare she have any rebuttal for taking a man 16 years younger than you and act like he's the problem? You're the adult. You. What are you talking about? 
I, I'm definitely not the one should be talking about this because I'm I'm super insensitive on this topic. Just thinking about this, uh, I don't even need my notes for it. How you? Ain't you Scotty's ex-wife? Now you mad with Scott the Pippins and the Jordans? Crazy. You got no future in Chicago. I hope you know that. <laughs> you mad with Batman and Robin and now baby Batman? What's going on, Larsa? My goodness. This is this is embarrassing. This is this is really embarrassing. And allegedly is this kind of behavior that could make it troublesome even for your son playing basketball. So you heard a lot of things with your behavior. We don't know what Scotty did. We're not put, letting Scotty off the hook. You got Scotty walking around here looking like the future with, with dreads and black Nike ears. <laughs> I don't know what's in your box, but listen, we're praying for the Pippins. We're praying for the Jordans camp. You say something about this because I take him off the gram. How dare you erase his pictures? <laughs> That's the only reason we're talking about this. And I know Jordan is somewhere right. Yeah. I to tell me. Tried to told you. <laughs> I tried to, to told, told you. you. It's crazy. <laughs> thinking. What was you thinking anyway, dating them? Your kids grew up with this boy. Your kids grew up with this boy. Somebody got to tell people the truth. You were already in violation talking about affecting your mental health. You took a, you were taking, my opinion is you were taking advantage of this. You were taking advantage of him. You already took Scotty's pension. I'm, I'm going to go for, I say yeah. more because I, I, I really don't like this situation. And then going to delete all his pictures like he's the problem. Yeah, absolutely. Your mental health. My mental health. Larsa, you're not 21. You're not Lori Harvey. You got to stop this. <laughs> Somebody got to tell you the truth. Listen, Mace, why is the first thing you do go to attacking a woman, though? Like, let's be fair. Uh, Marcus Jordan, I've talked to Marcus, I've met him several times. This is a whole grown-ass man. This is not a little kid. And when you say stuff like that, you make it seem as if she's being a pedophile. Let's talk about all you rappers who sleep with underage girls. Let's talk about all you hood niggas who have the baby fat jacket wearing girls pregnant in high school when you're running around in your you in, in her car while she's at school or your baby mama's car. You know, the if you really want to start talking and throwing stones, let's talk about the glass houses that most of you rappers have lived in. Now, I'm not talking about Cameron because Melissa Ford already did that. No, no. And he didn't like that. But not every rapper has done it. But, you know, in hip hop, that has been a big deal where a lot of rappers have slept with underage girls. A lot of you still have receipts. They're called babies that popped up and now are in the club with their mamas who look young. They look young because they was young kids when they was pregnant by the old ass rapper. So for you to throw Larsa under the bus as if she wasn't a grown woman that made a grown uh, decision with a grown man, that's crazy. Now, the Michael Jordan and, and, and Scottie Pippen's analogy, I ain't gonna argue with you there. Batman <laughs> and Robin, that was a good one. I'm gonna I'm I'm give you, allegedly. not that, not allegedly. I'm gonna give you that one because that was Batman and Robin. But it ain't no baby Robin. He doesn't get out of it. He knew what he was doing, okay? And if anything, he betrayed his father. He betrayed Scotty. 
Or how about neither one betrayed because she was single and he was single and they just wanted each other. And it worked while it worked and now it doesn't work. And why is the age shaming happening when half of you rappers wouldn't date anybody your age if your career's counted on it? Some of you that comment on it don't have careers anymore. So, you know, here we are. I thought it was good while it lasted, but we knew it wouldn't last. And so now we all move on. Um, why do people care? Why do people care? Because I think it's just easier to attack women in these situations. But that's why I kind of like that it's being normalized with older women with younger men because old ass men been doing this forever. So I don't think there's anything wrong with it. But can I ask you, are you the type of friend, because a lot of your friends are in the public eye, to tell them right away like... Mm. Uh, of course I call... <laughs> of course I call Larsa life for real. But one thing about Larsa is as she got deeper in this relationship, she pulled away from all her friends, at least me. I mean, not in a bad way. She just got, you know, I'm the same way. If I got in a relationship today, y'all wouldn't see me, but on Wednesdays and Thursdays <laughs> and at the city council meeting. That's it. Because that's the type of person I am. But I'm, thank God I'm not in a relationship celebrating this paganism, you know? <laughs> Shouldn't they have broke up after Valentine's Day, though, so they could have got gifts? No, because anyone has spent money on each other. Right. Mm, save that and money. And when you break up with somebody, do you delete all the photos or do you archive them unless you spend the block and think about them in a later time? Mm -hmm. I save them. I don't care. Delete. <laughs> <laughs> well, Larsa, she jumped into Hollywood Unlocks comments, had a lot to say about Mason, the other guy. This is what she said. She just put clown emojis. <laughs> hmm. Well, before the breakup rumors, Larsa and Marcus's relationship already appeared to be doomed from the beginning as she is the ex-wife of Scottie Pippen, as you know, and he's the son of Scottie's Chicago Bulls teammate, Michael Jordan. Again, I don't think that any of that matters. And I don't think that this should have anything to do with her son's career. He plays basketball on his own. He's not Scottie's son. He's Scottie Pippen Jr. Well, if your name is Scottie Pippen Jr. <laughs> Larsa, this shit is messy. Come on the Jason Lee Show and let's clear it up. Either way, I wish them all the best. And um, would we care if they got back together? Would it be extra messy if they got back together? No, I wouldn't care. Have you? We fun. wouldn't know if she didn't post that post. So if they got back together, it's like... Mm, well, Cardi said fuck Offset's career in his album. So did Krishan and Blue. And Krishan lives in Blueface's house and Scott and, and oh. Cardi B and Offset. People go through fights and social media just makes it all the more difficult. Keep your relationships off social media or else you're going to be right here on the podcast being talked about. Just like your relationship, be gone. This podcast is shady, huh? Very. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of shade, <laughs> why y'all put this photo of Monique up here? Ariella's shady. <laughs> Monique's oldest and estranged son, Shalon, is calling her out after she claims that she praise to the universe to reconcile with him. Now, during Monique's club Shay Shay interview with Shannon Sharp that everybody's been talking about, she had this to say about her relationship with her estranged son. Take a listen. We're still very much separated. And 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 it's a it's a it's a um it's one of those things where you have to pray to the universe and say let time do the healing. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Right. That's it. Let time do that healing. It may heal it in time. And it may not. Right. And that's something that we as parents have to say, listen, right. I've done what I could do. I've taken accountability for it. Now it's up to you. Right. That's like when somebody's saying, Shannon, I want to apologize to you. Now it's up to you. Well, here's what Shalon had to say about what Monique said. Take a listen. Hi. <laughs> I am Shalon. I am a stand-up comedian, Monique's oldest son. 
Um, I guess I felt the need to make this video to just provide some context into this false narrative about her praying to the universe in order to reconcile our relationship or whatever the hell it is. Uh, my mother and I both know that that is a very false narrative and I would like to free her of having to continue telling that lie. Faith without work is dead and neither one of us cares to put forth any effort to reconcile with the other. Uh, we are separate, as she put it, because she doesn't care to be my mother any more than I care to be her son. Neither one of us uh, has had the desire to reach out to the other in a very long time and I don't think that either of us anticipates that feeling ever returning. Speaking with my mother directly in my experience will either lead to some odd newfound moment of clarity in regards to how she was as my mother or she retreats back to daddy to move forward with a conversation and I'm tired of hearing my mother's truths. Um, newsflash, I'm not sure if people know, but standing in your truth doesn't make you noble. Um, I'm not sure if people are aware of that. Uh, but responding this way, I feel as though it allows me to say my piece uninterrupted um, to those wondering, well, why say something now? Call it a form of therapy for me, I suppose. Um, but when her daddy had intentionally state, stated that they have three sons, but his wife is on the Internet talking about the fourth son in a video that has millions of views that rubbed me the wrong way. Um, but anyway, to inform a child that you are not interested in being a mother at a time when that kid is the only kid that has the potential to lead a child to believe that you are not interested in them specifically. Uh, but to take it a step further, <clears throat> you also admit, my mother had also admitted to me that she didn't do the best job that she could do. Um, but to be completely honest and fair, um, you know, those were things that I was willing to get over. You know, nobody's perfect. We're all human. But my mother showed a clear lack of humility, compassion, and consideration when taking any level of accountability for those things. Um, my mother does a fantastic job of acknowledging a lot of things, but she doesn't take accountability very well, and anything that she may take true accountability for, it's only at her convenience, uh, in my experience. Um, but if I had to guess, though, her interest in being a mother probably started around the time that she married her daddy and had his children. Um, but that interest, you know, obviously seemed one-sided, and as it should have been. Um, by that time, I'm in my late teens, so to some degree, the, <coughs> excuse me, the neglect becomes easier to hide or validate, I guess you could say. There are now two baby boys in the house, you know, that require attention. Um, but still during that time, however, I still watched her enjoy the love and admiration of total strangers more than my own. Uh, to this very day, my mother has never expressed to me when, if ever, um, she became interested in me as her son. That did lead me down a path of questioning my self-worth and struggling to understand the value of a mother in a child's life. In the interview, she also states that she gave me an apology. But an apology to a son from a mother that consciously showed no interest in him holds no weight. Um, there are still women to this day 
that my mother will give credit to for being more of a mother to me than she ever could. Her assistant, my cousin, being one of them. Um, every time, though, that my mother would state that she was right here whenever I was ready, um, that ideology still blows my mind today that a person could openly admit to being an uninterested, not put my best foot forward type of parent and be so self-centered that they still express to the kid, you have to come to me when you're ready. You got to come to me for us to make this right. <laughs> okay. Now, in true Monique fashion, she hopped online to clap back and had her baby daddy, a.k.a. husband manager, Sydney, right there, like he always is, right on the side, to address her son, who ain't his. And this is what she said. There's some people that are saying, oh, you should be ashamed of your mothering skills. You should be ashamed of yourself. This is what I'll say. Let's let it play out. Because the same ones that said to me I was crazy, I was deranged, we watched it play out. So just like with my son, we'll watch this play out. And I, I do want to address this though, Shalon. When you say her daddy, her daddy, then that's when mommy gonna say stop playing because you know this has been Uncle Sid your whole life. Uncle Sid knew you before you knew you. So for you to say her three sons, Yes, you're absolutely right. He has three sons. He can't claim you as his son because he's always been Uncle Sid and he knows your daddy very well. And love that brother. And the irony of all of this is not what is said, but what's left off. Yes. See, you're, you're leaving off the fact that the last time we laid eyes on you, your mother got you everything you needed for the newborn baby about three years ago. You're forgetting about how I from Georgia am talking you through getting your car after we gave you the half of the down payment for it. And you were 31 years of age, 32 years of age at that point. And I'm negotiating the deal with the dealer for you as you sit there. And you have the vehicle you're driving right now because of your mother. These are the things that you're leaving out when you're expressing what you're expressing in reference to your mother. You're not expressing the relationship that you have with your father where you spoke ill to him, not to mention spoke ill to your mother, but somehow your mother and father and I all have a loving relationship and communicate back and forth because of the love that we have for you. The one thing these individuals and to the individuals out here that oftentimes speak after they've heard one side of the story, there's an old saying, believe half of what you see and none of what it is that you hear. Please don't take our word for it. But what we will convey is this. Those who are parents and have raised their parents up to being adults. Your children. Raise their children up to being adults. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> Those parents that raise their children into adulthood know that there comes a time and a place in which they determine their own decisions, their own path. You can have multiple children that multiple children that are raised in one house but they act and they take on different things. The reason why it was so important for us to 
entertain these conversations that we typically have privately or that we're influenced to have privately amongst the people in our community is because we need to stop being embarrassed about being human beings. Are we, I'm sick of you, Monique. Just go away, just go away. This is the chlamydia none of us asked for. <laughs> because you know now that there's a gonorrhea that don't you can't get rid of, you know that, mm -hmm. right? Did you hear about that? Uh -uh. Oh, you better get that doxycycline like Rob. I sure do. Pop two pills. <laughs> How you pop them? <laughs> Rob. Okay, but there's chlamydia that you can't get rid of anymore. And now this is what it looks like. <laughs> Like, it's too much. It is too much. Go away. You know, and the reason why I use chlamydia as an example is because we just took the medicine from you last week <laughs> and you were supposed to go away and you still here. This is where we need to have that um, Tisha Campbell song, I'm still here. <laughs> Shout out to Kelvin. Oh my God, he loved that song. But no, you're still here. You take no responsibility. And you know what I hate the most is how passive aggressive she is when she goes online. She goes, my sweet babies. My sweet babies. Let me tell you some of my sweet babies. Who? What sweet babies? The sweet baby named Shalon that you birthed don't even like you. He came through your whole canal <laughs> and is refusing to accept that you were the, the passage into life. Now, you already know Monique keeps all her receipts. She dropped these texts with her son. Take a look. I'm sorry. I, and green is the color of gonorrhea. <laughs> Look at the next slide. Look, my sweet baby, see? And the next one. Okay, the next one. And the next one. Okay, I'm done. What mother shares her receipts with her son? What Beyonce's would never, Beyonce would never do this with Blue Ivy. Tina knows would never do this with Beyonce or, or even Solange. I don't even think Michelle Williams' mother would do that with her. You have no loyalty to anybody. I mean, do you guys disagree? You can disagree with me. If I'm wrong, please tell me I'm wrong. Because people, some people in the comments were saying, Jason, you're being wrong, dragging a black woman. This is not a black woman issue, okay? There are, there are Felicia Rashad's kids never did, Debbie Allen's children never did this. If my mom ever did that to me, I would never speak to her again. No, I, 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 I told you like after we talked about it last time, and I heard the disgustingness of her talking about the the what happened to someone else's daughter, and then to know her kids out there, and then hers like s soft, manipulative voice. I'm just starting to be disgusted by it all. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's making me itch. Isn't it passive to talk like all smooth, like "Hey, sweet babies," but write it it's all fake. in caps? Yeah, because she's writing it so like she's gaslighting and she's a problem. But nobody around her is going to tell her because Sydney right there to hold me. He, you know, Daddy. <sighs> Bye, my sweet babies. <laughs> all right. Well, that's the end of today's show. Let's get to the thoughts and prayers.
Valentine's Day was this week, and there's supposed to be all this love in the air. But uh, we just weren't feeling it. Instead, we had couples seemingly splitting up and getting back together again, parents dragging their children online, and haters trying to put two black artists against each other, as if there's not enough room at the table. Usher had a historic Super Bowl performance, and Beyonce announced her transition into country for her next album. But instead of applauding both on their achievements, some of y'all just opted to pin them against each other during Black History Month at that. Shame on y'all. Y'all need to use that same energy for them hating ass country stations trying to block B from charting. Don't act like y'all don't know who started this shit. Taylor Swift and the rest of them may have got their starts in country, but they ain't started. And speaking of Miss Swifty, she may not have gotten Ye removed from the Super Bowl, but she sure did let her fans and the rest of the world run with that negative narrative against that black man. Sure, Ye can be a bit opinionated, but did he lie in 2009? Hove even validated him at this year's Grammys by saying what he said. We all saw him standing on business. I know I'm not supposed to say that. And speaking of validation, did that video of Kim and OBJ really validate their dating rumors? It wasn't enough for me. Are we here for them as a couple or do we want to see them just go away? But what about Larsa and Marcus, speaking of going away? Do we see them both lasting or coming back together? Who knows? Will Monique and her estranged son reunite and heal? Tune in to the next time for another episode of the Jason Lee Podcast, and I'm sure we'll have another recap of gonorrhea. That's it for this episode. I'm going to go ahead and give us a round of applause because we got through that. And in words of Monique, Bitch, you tried it. Make sure that you download the Jason Lee podcast everywhere that podcast streams. If you didn't see my episode with Tiffany New York Pollard, who was just on the Jason Lee show, I'm going to drop this clip for you to see right here. Take a look. Is the penis really 12 inches? <laughs> can, I, can I do this? Yes. You know I'm engaged now. Re really? Mm -hmm. oh, Why wasn't real. I invited to an engagement party? <laughs> Jason! Yeah, you about to go left. <laughs> Engagement Put party. a pin in that. You We're coming back die. to that. See how I, she just talked about how I was a close friend, how she loves me, how we don't catch up all the time, how you know. <laughs> gotta get, uh, what? And I haven't approved yet. Oh, no, we gonna roll it back. Okay. Now he's white. <laughs> Got his fiance out here looking like a million dollars today. Some <laughs> Jewish men know how to squeeze a dollar. I mean. I mean, okay. So when this fiance blows the bag, what has he blown it on? Like, what's the most? You know what? I'm more into giving me a portion and letting me get what I want. Like, that's been working for me. So I'll say, Papa, I need da 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 da, da you know what I mean? And then he'll just, uh, and then he'll just give. Yes. But I can't be telling him what I'm spending money on because it's not going to make sense to him. Yeah. <laughs> He's Jewish. I mean. That full episode is over on YouTube. You can go watch it, share it, comment, do all the things that you do on YouTube. And if you want to follow us, you can hit us everywhere on social media from Hollywood Unlocked, Jason Lee Show, or my The Only Jason Lee page. I'm also on line now as a city council member, and that is at District 6. You can follow me there for all the updates. March 5th is the election night, and I plan to be victorious in representing South Stockton. All right, y'all, make sure you stay plugged in. We love you, love you, love you. Peace. The Jason Lee Podcast.